Fanatics with Chad Lee and Chris Zane. And we are back. It is Fringe Fanatics. I am Chris Zane. I am Chad Lee. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. We have definitely been having some struggles as of late. Um, bunch of technological difficulties on my end. I think our computer might be reaching its limits is what we're coming to the conclusion of because we tried to record last night, had some issues. We didn't record last week. Well, we did record last week, unfortunately, yeah. and lost the audio just due to us sounding like robots. Um, so we've definitely had some issues, but you know what? We're gonna keep. We're just gonna keep going because that's all you can do in situations like this is keep persevering. Damn it! So it's gonna work. We are back, Chad. How has your week been, my friend? It's been good, man. It's been good. Yeah. <laughs> Last weekend we went and got some sushi at Red Ginger. Love nice. that spot. That's yeah. a good spot. That was a good spot. Yeah. yeah. That's the one downtown, right? Where it's you can get like the all you can eat, or like no, it's forty percent off. Oh all yeah, the time. yeah, yeah. always forty percent off yeah, all the time. <laughs> it was it was fantastic though, man. I loved it. Going out of business always. Yeah. <laughs> Closing. They're not sale. though. They're really good. They're not going out of business. Yeah, it's They've cheap. been around it's forever. Cheap, good sushi. Definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. What about um, you? Did some cool things. I mean, we went uh, to Zane's, our buddy Zane's uh, Ogden Tattoo had their one-year anniversary, so we went to that and hung Sweet. out for a little bit. Nice. I made him some stickers and stuff, so um, dropped those off. Things That's were popping. Rad. They were painting a big old mural down the side of the building. I saw that, man. It looks yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. So. Yeah. Uh, it was cool to get over there and hang out with him. Um, haven't really seen him. I've been able to hang out with him a bunch other than getting tattooed by him the other day, but that I wasn't talking too much when that was going on. Yeah, so. you got to <laughs> get in the right headspace when you do that. Yeah, yeah I was pretty much silent for a while. So uh, well, That's cool. It looks like he's been busy, man. He's always doing work I see on Facebook. Yeah, and they've got a bunch of artists in there now, so that's pretty cool. Uh, other than that, I've been working a lot on the show trying to get us back to, to square one, basically. So yeah. we added things and ruined things, and uh, that's what my friend free time has been consisting of so <laughs> well i think it's gonna work out yeah yeah uh, on that note though things are going to be a little different we aren't going to be doing shots today because it's yeah uh, it's, it's a- one in the afternoon so <laughs> we're not while we do like to drink it's a little too early for that so yeah, i woke up to a flat tire and got that change and taken to the tire shop and going to be picked up this afternoon and that's when you'll drop me off and so i just figured you know let's knock out this podcast yeah we might as well since we uh both didn't end up working today so kind of works out yeah definitely well on that note cheers to you guys as always we appreciate you all and thank you for tuning in and sticking around with us uh we are going to get into headlines now and on that note we're going to start talking about the nfl and there's one big thing that's happening Huge. in the nfl yep. it's pretty big do you want to take Huge. the lead on that chad yeah no problem so today aaron Rodgers had his press conference where if you know i guess since the last time we recorded i don't think you know it, it happened what a few days ago yeah, uh, I think it was. I think it came down. What was it? Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yep. Aaron Rodgers has officially been traded to the Jets. Yeah. So yep. they ended up giving up um, the 2023 first round pick at number 15 and a 2023 fifth round pick number 170 that goes to the Jets for New York's 2023 first round pick at number 13. Yep. A 2023 second round pick, which is number 42, and a 2023 sixth round pick, number 207. And a conditional then, 2024 yeah. second round pick that is going to probably become a first round pick because 
All he has to do is play 65% of the snaps. Which and, is pretty much like 12 games. And I would imagine Aaron Rodgers doesn't, you know, he hasn't missed significant time in quite a few years. So, yeah, it, it's looking like they did give up a haul for him. The Jets gave up a lot. But, man, you know, after watching the press conference today, I am pretty interested to see how this is going to look. I mean, you think about their offense, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard now. <laughs> Garrett Wilson already won Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Conklin was a steal in DraftKings even a few times last year. Like, everybody's forgetting about the conk. Yeah. And, man, he, he would get, like, 20 yards but three TDs a few times last year. Yeah. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers likes using those in the end zone. So, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I mean, after I wasn't really too optimistic on it, but just kind of, like, getting a different feel for it today and – realizing like the weapons they have on defense too. I mean, he's a guy I might draft in fantasy and I, I, I don't know. I don't think they're going to go so far as to like win the Super Bowl, like what people are talking about, but I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are like, Oh, it's going to be like Brady to the bucks. Like they're going to win it right away. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's I, even his own division is pretty tough when you really boil exactly. it. Down, so. Yeah. I mean, you got the bills, you got the dolphins down there. I saw news today that the dolphins are linked to Dalvin cook. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he had a resurgence of like Dalvin cook of old man, that'd be fucking scary in Miami. It would be. We yeah, don't need definitely. to see that. I also heard there was reports today that they're possibly sniffing around our tight end, Albert Okawebunam. The dolphins are. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, Why would the Broncos want to get rid of him? He's pretty good. Because he's just a passing tight end. He's just like basically a receiver. He okay. doesn't block. Whenever he's in the game, everybody knows that he's basically going to be pass like, you know, pass yeah. catching so okay um it looks like it's a possibility he might be traded but it's only gonna be for like a sixth or a seventh round i forget so. the dolphins did lose mike gasecki yeah he's on the patriots now so yeah we'll see how that goes it's be a whole but, new uh, league other year. than that in the nfl the draft is happening we'll talk about that here in a little bit um but the, I did see the Titans uh, secured like seven hundred and sixty billion in uh, funds to yeah. build a new stadium. So a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, buku bucks. <laughs> That's from the people too. So I mean, yeah, I know when it says bonds, like they're gonna their taxes are gonna go up, and yep. you know that if that's. That news happens right before the draft. These rumors that they may either trade up or for sure take a quarterback are probably yeah. going to be true because they need a new franchise. They need a new look, something to get the uh, fans excited. And I've heard rumors of Tannehill going to maybe the Falcons or you know, some other team. So it's, it's likely going to happen. All right. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, there is, yeah, there's talks that they're going to move up and grab somebody. I mean, Will Levis, there's a lot of rumors around him right now. Yeah. Everybody, the mayonnaise coffee guys, looking I think like he might be taken second now, possibly that was so gross, man. If no one's seen that, yeah, he puts mayonnaise <laughs> in his coffee and stirs it up and not just like a little bit of mayonnaise, but like the whole jar. Yeah. And then he also eats bananas with the peel on. So, He's an odd duck, man. Yeah. Maybe he was raised by wolves or something. I don't, I don't know. know. He's definitely got But he did start that rumor on. because Vegas now has him as a heavy favorite to go to number one. But apparently he's the one that told these reporters that the Panthers told him he's going to be picked number one. So, so yeah, and it's th hard there to was tell. like a, there was like a Reddit thing that came yeah. out and it was, they didn't say who it was, but supposedly this person was like somebody with ties to the Panthers said that, yeah, go ahead and put your bets in. Well, Levis is going to go right. to the Panthers, but we'll see what happens. And you never know about that. Shit. Yeah. 
Who, who's ever like relied on trusting Reddit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, QAnon. That is true. Four <laughs> chan. Yeah, four chan. Yeah, four chan. Yeah. So from there. Uh, as far as the NFL, I think. Oh, let's get in. There's some other news. Five NFL players were suspended. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jamison Williams. I thought we kind of touched on that, but then we didn't because that episode never ended up happening. Yes, so. it's hard to remember what got lost in there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, five players. The biggest one being, um, yeah, Jamison Williams. Got suspended for six games, and I think three other guys got suspended indefinitely, right? Yeah, and it's the same thing uh, like what happened with, um, damn it, I can't think of his name right now, Um, the Falcons that's now. Calvin Ridley. Yes, Calvin Ridley. Um, It's the same thing that happened with him. You're basically suspended (laughs) indefinitely. Bless you, sir. Um, But, uh, yeah, you can reinstate after a year if they allow you. But it sounds like they're going to. But CJ Moore. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that. It's just, why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, it's just so dumb. I mean, a lot of people have been saying it's really stupid because they have the NFL themselves has big deals done with DraftKings, all of them, points bet, and they may find that hypocritical. But and the also fact that it was on a college game makes it a little, uh, like just you know, a light, slight, you know, offense. I got to thinking about it, and it really didn't come to like two or three days afterwards. It's a slippery slope. I mean, these guys in the locker room, they they did it. That's one reason they got penalized, if we haven't said already, is that it happened in the Lions facility. Yeah. So let's say some guys are in there. They're betting on an NBA game. They're all like, you know, they just played that night or something. Oh, guys, they got this. This team is the underdog. Let's take this bet. Okay, that's fine. And then someone else sees on there, damn, you guys see that like tomorrow night we're – you know, we got this, we're favored like this, or they got a prop bet for me to make 10 catches, but coaches got me drawn up for like 20 plays. Yeah. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. I, it I, really is. Yeah. I mean, and it, yeah, it's just once it starts happening, I mean, already though, like, why wouldn't you just pay, like, give the money to one of your friends to play? I don't get bets, why that dude. hasn't been more it's talked so about. Stupid. And the other big thing that closes out the argument is dry your tears with all those millions. Okay, because you're making millions of dollars, maybe you're making hundreds of thousands on the practice squad, whatever, and you can't bet on sports. Cry me a fucking river. Or even just on the facility. You can't bet on your team, whatever, but you just can't even do it in the facility. Cry me a fucking river. Go to your mansion, sit in your big bathtub, and cry. Because you know what? If that's the one thing you can't do as your profession... That's fine because there's nurses out there. There's guys running, you know, cranes or whatever that can't smoke weed. They have to make sacrifices. So, you know, it is what it is. Make sacrifices. Yeah, we all have to make sacrifices. Sorry, I'm going to adjust these levels a little bit. We got a little loud there. Um, We get get excited. We do, man. I mean, it's a passionate subject. (laughs) Yeah. We both love gambling. Uh, We can move on. I think that's it, right? That's the NFL. NFL. Yeah, we'll move on to the NBA. it happened last night, but Dejounte Murray was suspended for that Hawks game. They ended up winning though, so it wasn't too big of a deal. Trey Young kind of pulled him out of that one with a huge shot at the end, nearly from half court. Man, that was exciting. Definitely. Um, one thing I did want to mention though, which I think is pretty crazy, uh, Lori Markkinen from the Jazz wins NBA's Most Improved Player Award. Yep. Uh, he won it ahead of Shy Gilgis. Shy Gilgis Alexander, dude. That guy's name's a tongue twister. It is. And Jalen Brunson, who Jalen Brunson on his own probably made a pretty good you know argument to be most improved player considering what he did on the knicks but yeah uh, i just think it's crazy he wins that award and currently laurie markinen is back in finland um serving his six months of mandatory uh 
army. Uh, he has to like enlist in the Are army you for six months. No yeah. way! I didn't know that. Yeah, every everybody, every guy. I, I don't know if it's women too, but men for sure in Finland have to serve six months in the military. Is the NBA less than five months? I mean, even like training camp and stuff like that. Like, how's I, he? I guess so. What? Yeah, like right after they lost, he went and I guess he was already on an army base, shaved his head and everything. And oh, was wow, like, legit. Man, that's like, nuts. I don't think obviously he's not like yeah, going to war, but yeah, action yeah. or anything. But it still has to serve. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty Damn. wild. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, they don't mess okay. around, man. So, um, and then also, uh, what was it? Yesterday it was announced Banchero, pa- Paolo Banchero won Rookie of the Year. Yeah, yeah, Paolo yeah. Banchero wins Rookie of the Year, which yeah. is really fucking good because yeah. we all saw it coming. And yeah. I mean, he did average what twenty four, twenty five points a game. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's pretty damn good for a rookie. I mean, there's other notable guys like Carmelo and I. I think uh, LeBron that maybe didn't even average that much. So I mean, there's uh, you know a lot of potential in Banchero. Yeah, definitely. And and we've talked about before that even since they came into the league twenty years ago, you know, it's changed even since then. So big it's time. a lot easier yeah. to score now since even then. But um, the other big thing that happened, um, the Rockets are hiring former. Celtics head coach Ime Udoke after firing Nick Nurse. Um, so he's getting back into coaching yeah. after his uh, little issues there with the Celtics. We know him. Houston doesn't have those type of problems <laughs> in a, the city in general. Yeah, no, Houston's all good. Yeah, yeah they it's don't a care. perfect place for people like that. Just try to win for us. Just yeah, win, baby. Yeah, just win. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, you know, they, they need a resurgence down there. They suck. Yeah, definitely. They're going to be getting a lottery pick. Um, for sure, definitely they are going to be getting a lottery pick. Yeah. Well, not for sure. That's due to the lottery, but or did they already get it? Well, I think they would be within like six. Isn't there six teams yeah. that end up with like the balls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, right. NHL, there's not a bunch of news happening. Um, so we'll get more into that in the penalty box. Uh, the Rays did set the modern era record for um. 14 straight win at home this year. It actually ended up getting snapped, I yep. think, last night. But um, to the Pirates, who's on a win streak, they yeah, were the Pirates. Yeah, two teams, which is so crazy. But the the craziest thing about the the Rays. So the longest MLB streak for home wins was 21 in a row, and that was set by the night or the 1880 Chicago White Stockings. Oh my God! So, <laughs> uh, who later became the Cubs? Uh, but yeah, so they are also the first team this year to reach the 20 win mark. Uh, they're doing all of this with the 28th ranked payroll of oh, 74.53 wow. million. That's some money ball there. Yeah, where teams like the Dodgers, Yankees, Padres, Phillies, Blue Jays, Angels, and Braves all sit around $200 million. That's Jesus. their payroll. And then the Mets with the big bomb dropper, $344 million oh payroll. My God. What are they on the second place team? Who? I mean, what's Who's the next? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't look at it in terms That's of like the race, but I, it's probably the Dodgers or the Padres. I think it might be the Padres because yeah. the Padres have been spending shitloads of money on Tatis. Too. Yeah. It's yeah. either. Yeah. So we did return. The Yankees could be up there too. So oh, I'm sure with judge. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's just crazy. That <laughs> And meanwhile, the Rockies are terrible. Uh, and the Royals. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Both Still of our love teams them. suck. But yeah, the Pirates had one seven straight before going up against the Dodgers, and then the Rays are now. You spoke of that breaking that record twenty and four. You know we were talking about when they would won like nine straight, thirteen straight, and it's like, how long are they going to go? Are is this for real? Now they're twenty and four and beating a damn good team like the Pirates. Yeah, you know. So yeah, 
It's it's pretty wild. Yeah, it just goes to show you. I guess spending a bunch of money isn't the only way to win in baseball. So, um, or excuse me, the uh, the Astros. They they, oh, they the had Astros. a yeah. good uh, matchup against the Astros. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much going to get us through most of the headlines. Um, did you want to get into the draft a little bit? I did. I just have a few more headlines if I can. Oh, hit those. You, oh yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. dropped the gun on you. What, yeah, what you got? Right, what man. you got? Cut, cut, cut me short. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, as far as the NBA, I did want to mention as well, De'Aaron Fox wins the first ever Clutch Player of the Year award. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Proving it in the playoffs. Definitely has. Yeah. Um, he's been keeping those guys in a lot of games recently. Uh, but we'll see what happens because they've, uh, they've got a tough task there with... And he's going to play stick. through a broken finger yeah. tonight. He's going to have like a weird little. Is that on the shooting on. hand? Do you know? I I, don't I know. can't remember which hand it was on, but it's definitely either way. Catching a basketball, shooting a basketball, you use all your digits. That's going to be. I mean, that's how you play basketball with your hands, you know. And especially like those hard passes right on the tip oh, of the finger, Ooh. landing. You know, yeah. we see with John Moran, even just landing. You know, you yeah, get John do everything. Morant, well, he needs to get like a landing pad out there for the way he's playing basketball. <laughs> he's acting like he's at Jump Street or something, just jumping on trampolines. Right? Like, yeah, he basically used LeBron as a trampoline the other night. <laughs> Dude, he just man. came flying out of nowhere, like hit him in the head with his hip. Yeah. LeBron's tall as shit, knocks LeBron down, and then lands on his head with his ass, basically. And so. LeBron's smart about it because he came out and said, he's like, I can't at my age get up there where he's at, so yeah. I got to take yeah, a I'm charge. Just stand there. That's smart. <laughs> that's smart ball. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's winning basketball there. So, yeah. Uh, also, what else you got? I got to mention, uh, we both watched Gervonta Davis beat Ryan Garcia in the seventh round. Um, uh, with the body shot last Saturday night, we normally don't talk about boxing, but to me, this is if the Crawford and Spence fight doesn't happen, this is the fight of the year. And so, you know, that was pretty exciting to see a guy like both the guys were undefeated, you know. Got knocked out with a body shot, dude. <laughs> I mean, to the fucking liver. Yeah. Well, and then they come out afterwards and, um, Gabriel was saying, or I'm sorry, Garcia was saying um, there was a mole in his camp. Yeah, something about he might have had a prior injury to the body or something like that. And then, yeah, and then also he's kind of bitching about dropping down from 140 to 136, saying, you know, I lost a lot of, you know, I was dehydrated and all this stuff and wasn't able to rehydrate before the fight. But, you know, yeah. that always happens. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, and one thing I thought was crazy, they did say that they were going to bet. You know, winner takes all. They came out and said, like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it. Yeah, <clears throat> winner I saw that. All. Winner takes the whole and then purse. And Gervonta Davis came out and said, you can have your money, dude. I yeah. don't want it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can have it. That was yeah. fucking awesome. But he, he's got uh, Money Money Weather pr uh, promotions behind him. So he's in the net pretty much. And he called himself the, the face of boxing. So. He pretty much is at this point because, I mean, we all tuned in to watch the fight. We don't really pay attention to boxing that much, and we both yeah. watched the fight. Um, but I, it was it was definitely entertaining. And, yeah, always those body shots are crazy just to see people get dropped with a, a body shot. Yeah. Just like, to yeah. get hit in the liver where your body just shuts down. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to it see. It was nuts. Uh, I think – Two more things. Uh, Wrexham wins the National League chip, man. Oh, yeah. We definitely. That was kind of cool. Yeah. We posted that uh, little clip of like them storming the field. But yeah. it was also cool to see uh, Rob McElhinney and. Um, exactly. Like Paul Rudd. Not, yeah. Paul Rudd was there. But, but Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds he fucked. posted a video of them like hugging. And it's just really emotional time where he took they took this horrible last stalking team. I didn't watch the show. I think you did, right? Yeah. 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 But I, it definitely would have meant more if. I watched it, but it was still pretty cool to see them take a team like that. And yeah, I would I would definitely recommend watching it. It was a really good watch. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool to see, and just like to see like if you think like 
it's like the whole city is like about the team, you know, they like blood, blood, sweat, tears, everything are oh, yeah. like involved in that team. And to see them win and just to know that all those people are probably just like on like such a huge like rush right now. Oh, big time, man. Fine. It's been like 15 years since they did it. You know, soccer fans go crazy. So yeah. this is huge I mean, for they, them. They kill each other sometimes. Yeah. There's, there's a thing <laughs> called regular. hooligans, man. Yeah. Hooligans. Yeah. They don't mess around. <laughs> uh, there was also a good movie called 13th street hooligans that had, I heard about uh, that. Elijah Wood in it, right? Elijah Wood. Okay. And then, uh, the guy from, uh, sons of anarchy. God damn it. What's his Charlie name? Hunnam? Charlie Hunnam. Charlie okay. Hunnam. Yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a sad movie. And there's a sad part. I just don't mean to spoil it for you guys, but sometimes you got to watch those sad movies. Yeah, you know, just kind of really get in your in. feels. Yeah, you get in your feels. <laughs> kind of level yourself. Don't get too high. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, then that's it, right? You don't got any more. That's it. You're good. Okay. Oh well, the Buffs game. I did want to mention that. That oh. looked like a totally different stadium. Yeah, we. Uh, we I know we posted, we posted it, too, but, but I wanted to talk crazy. about it. Yeah. Uh, and just, Turned it basically around, and yeah. then yeah, everybody's freaking out because uh, the transfer portal opened up the day after or on Monday, and they ended up losing like eighteen guys, I think. But thirty-one have entered. Uh, I know thirty-one. I think now? lost okay. like eighteen, but that's how many have entered, and uh, a few of them are starters, and a lot of them. I guess I think what was it? Twenty of them are from last year's one and eleven team, and Dion was really open about that. I read this article this morning about how a few of those players from last year, the old guys, they call them. Um, you know, they, they felt like these coaches, they came out and talked to the athletic and these coaches that came in from Dion's crew basically went and talked to them and they would get on them a lot more during film. They were hard on them and they really had a sight and what they were going to do. And I almost want to see like a docu-series on this. Like it, it seemed really fascinating how I think there almost is because I think his kids filming everything. Yeah. I, I figure that, we'll always see something. There was that Jackson state thing that they had where they were right. do, basically doing a series on it and it I was for, super interesting. I forgot but, about that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I did hear something about like he wasn't gonna let them get any film or anything like that either. Like he wasn't gonna give them any film to give out to scouts or something like that. Oh wow! Or to give out to schools. Yeah, I, I didn't know. know about that. I heard something about that. I didn't look into it too much. I but... mean, it, it's tough to say. I can't really make an opinion on it because I, I want to see the results. You know, now he's at a much bigger school than Jackson State. He has probably a lot more scholarships to hand out. Eighty three. I think they only have thirty five or thirty three um, decided on right now, but. I think it's it's definitely going to be a totally different team, and I noticed where their first game is against TCU. It was in the national championship. Yeah, I know. So it's that's huge. And everybody man. like I think like you need to temper your thought process on how many games they're going to win because I don't think they're going to win six games. Joel Klatt, who's a former uh, alumni who's also a really big college analyst, came out and said, oh, they're going to win six games easy. And then you look at their schedule and like actually go down the schedule and you're like, yeah. where do you see these wins at? Like, these are all the top teams right now that they're going to be playing. What do they you know? even do in playing TCU? TCU's in the Big 12 and they're in the Pac-12. So... I, dude, I still don't understand college football. I try <laughs> yeah. and I try. Sometimes they do None different conference sense. stuff, yeah. but yeah, I was yeah. like, that is a hell of a opener. Well, hey, I mean, you just got to look at it this way. They had basically a spring practice on ESPN in the middle of a Saturday. That was the only thing on ESPN at the time. So. 45,000 fans showed up yeah. to, and filled that stadium up. And it snowed here, of course, yeah, so, and, which is a great right. commercial for Colorado. Hey, fucking Dion's out there wearing a hat <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> or got, cowboy hat. Yeah, he's got his cowboy hat. And then, right. yeah, we look... Uh, 
we look like we're real fun when it snows in April. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come here where it's just like a Seattle weather. Yeah, it's, it's we get a bunch of sunshine, but you know we'll get a random snowstorm in May still even. So, <laughs> but that is it. Okay, I'm finally done with that. Okay, you're done. All right, cool. Yep. Um, so let's get in a little bit to the draft. Um, you went more in on this than I did, so I'll let you take the reins. All right. Did did you make like a top five pick or anything like that? I didn't, but I do have some things to talk about because I don't know if CJ Stroud is going to go number one. I'm not I don't sure. No, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It might be Bryce Young. I that from what I hear, that's like the unanimous pick that Bryce Young is going first. That's kind of why he canceled. But then you every- don't cancel other team meetings unless you hear for sure about something. Yeah. And it was right after he met with the Panthers. Who knows? Um, so going down the list, Panthers had the first pick, then Texans, then Cardinals, and then Colts, and then Seahawks. All right. Okay. So to get into this, Bryce Young going number one. That's what I have. Going number two to the Texans, Will Anderson, outside linebacker from Alabama. They aren't going to take a QB. They also have another, I think, uh, first round draft pick. If not, like they could trade up. But you got D'Amico Ryan, an Alabama guy. He's a defensive guy. I think he's going to go with defense with the like uh, immediate impact player like Will Anderson. I mean, this guy reminds me a lot of Micah Parsons. Um, one thing I want to mention about that, there is a lot of rumblings that they might even trade that pick. Yeah. Yep. So I've that could be that something too. that we ha- we see happen where they trade back. Maybe the guy they want, maybe Stroud's going to be a little further back, and they want they want Stroud, and they're going to move back and get you know two more picks. It's so unpredictable. I feel like such. Uh, uh, it's almost fun doing this because it's probably going to look nothing like this. Even the top five, like because leading to my next pick here. Here's you know we've heard rumors about the Cardinals trading that pick. My guess is the Chargers trade up for it and select Jalen Carter. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. I they have Sebastian yeah. Day there who was injured quite a bit last year, and it's severe. You remember how bad the Chargers' run defense was? Yeah. That was like their whole model was, okay, we'll let you run 250 yards on us, but we'll stop you. They couldn't stop a nosebleed sometimes for defense. Yeah. So I think they're going to try to get a huge you know, franchise player like Jalen Carter, and the cards will trade back and stockpile a few picks. Yeah, because if the cards are you know, going to go all in on Kyler Murray, you need to start building a good team around him. And, yeah. and they don't have a good defense right now. so It's a total rebuild there. Yeah, the They got rid down. of a bunch of guys. Yeah, everything's new there. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, move on to the next one. What do you got next? So the Colts will select C.J. Stroud. They're going to select a quarterback. You mean C.J. Stroud? C.J. Stroud is who I'm taking. Okay, a lot of people are saying it might be the mayonnaise man himself, Will Levis. Will Levis. It could be. <laughs> it's tough to say. I mean, the guy did have a lot yeah. of interceptions last year. He's a risky one because, you know, he did play in the SEC at Kentucky, but... You know, he he's not like a guy that led his team to a whole lot yeah, of wins it's like either. A, it's like a mid tier SEC team, too, yeah. So it's not like anything. I mean, they're typically known as a a basketball school, but they did have a decent football team last year, thanks to him. But you know, it, it's like Anthony Richardson; these guys that just have a lot of talent, a lot of physical attributes. Sometimes that can convert, but you know, Jamarcus Russell is a good reason. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch your tape, man. You definitely do, and uh, he's got to make sure that guy actually cares about football and just doesn't want to eat a bunch of food <laughs> yeah. and get super get big, big and then just disappear from the face of the earth. So, yeah. Uh, what's your next pick? Seahawks taking Anthony Richardson. It's a great situation for Anthony Richardson to sit behind. 
Geno Smith, maybe for half the year, maybe the whole year. Just take it, you know. He only started, I think, a full year. I don't think he's had more mm-hmm. than that, right? And yeah. I mean, he is an, a guy that is a physical specimen that can really it, change it, the it, game. It'd basically be like DK Metcalf at quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> from and the looks of it. They're a team that loves big, strong guys, intimidating guys, and he could really fit there, but he's going to need uh, some time to learn behind a veteran. And what better guy than Geno Smith, right? Definitely. Um, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one because there's some people that are also saying that he might fall even out of the first round possibility it could happen yeah. so you never know and that's what we're saying tomorrow night on draft night there's going to be trades that happen that are going to blow mm-hmm. people's minds we're going to see a bunch of stuff happen uh people dropping down moving up so it's going to be super interesting uh i'm excited to watch it's it so at least, tough and to just tell. see because it's fun to see where these teams are going next year oh, and yeah. what their plans are so uh on that note we are going to move into the musical break which is our buddy akua the name of this song is savage so give it a listen and we will be right back thank you guys i am the god i am creator i am the ruler the ruler of ours you are the fraud yeah. i am the villain the nemesis killing your cause breaking the law breaking the law breaking the doors and i'm breaking their jaw be strong take a chance now they be catching both claws pass me the song i cut through the clavicle eat them like hannibal hunt them like animal i'm in the shots of some mario cannibals flow is exposed to so much of a radical it's just spitting but none of it's tangible they don't want to get a shred of my mandibles oh, you pussies your flow is so vaginal i expose rappers with texas attachables my flow is mathematical you don't want another check the equation. I am a cannibal. Eating you rappers is just a vocation. And I'm irrational. Killing you empty just for the sensation. My fight is mechanical. I rip up you suckers just pick the location. Hydrophile. And all of them flammable. I am tyrannical. Humble the piece in a piece of the capital. Running the money and all of the valuables. Talking that shit but not actual factual. Talking that shit but I find that shit laughable. Making the muscle we are not compatible. While I'm around you should take us advantage. Fuck them, I kill them, what's happening? Touchdown, I conquered through damage. Creative descending to madness. Savage from every direction. Hit you with blows and I mess up your section. And we are back. You just heard Akua the God. The name of that song was Savage. If you have not yet, please go like and follow him on Spotify and go check out his website akuathegod.com you can go over there and get merch buy music do all that fun stuff that helps people like us out and on that note chad lee it is the shot at the turn but we're not taking one we can cheers our non i'm not gonna cheer waters man that, uh, that's, that's bad, bad luck, luck. Well, mine's technically not water it is but mine is so oh well we can't stay away that, from that so yeah we're just hydrated today man we're, we're just, hydrating this is a dry episode so yeah we're this is a healthy shot at the turn yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah week. on that note we are going to get into the nba fast break playoff, playoff edition, edition. <laughs> all right and on that note we're going to get into the eastern conference and we're going to start with the heat versus the bucks uh they're sitting at three and one the heat have the lead and that is all due to Jimmy Butler, who has returned to full playoff Jimmy mode. This guy is bad, man. Bad I could not believe this performance that I watched the other night. 56 points, now the fourth most in playoff NBA history. I couldn't believe it. I was watching in almost every minute of that game, and it just every time he pulled up from three, his mid-range game was 
deadly. They could not stop him. No, they couldn't. And that 56 points, mind you, is not only just a career high for him, but it's in both the regular season and the playoffs. So um, he had his best game as a player basically that night. And it was the first 50-point game since Giannis had his in Game 6 of the 2021 Finals. So, uh, yeah, hell of a game. Uh, Basically, Jimmy Butler's been putting this team on his back. But it's not just Jimmy Butler. Their defense as a whole. I mean, I know they're doing this without Giannis but they're shutting them down on all facets and just making it very tough for them to uh, do anything offensively. Giannis did come back in that game, and he had a triple-double. Then Brooke Lopez had like his one of his biggest games of his career with 36 points. But, I mean, it's tough to do when you got Jimmy Butler scoring 56 points on the other end. I mean, they were down by 11 with eight points left, or eight, eight minutes. minutes left, <laughs> yeah. and, and he just went on a tear. I yeah. mean, you just couldn't stop him. And yeah, it's, uh, it yeah, and now the winner of this series faces the winner of the Cavs of the Knicks. And uh, game five is tonight, seven thirty Mountain man. Time. Yeah, I love it. They play tonight. Yep. Yeah, it's been a rip roaring ride, man. I'm like, fuck, dude. Every night, it's just it's like, an upset. I mean, last night we saw it. I mean, we're gonna get into speaking on the East. Let's just cruise right into it. You know, to recap last night's game, the Celtics and Hawks. I yeah. mean, that the Celtics had good control over most of that game, and then right when we were trying to get like recording stuff, we see that you know. Trey Young, Ice Trey, man. Yeah, just his little Ooh. little spur move, like shit. That was that was mean. Yeah, I like man. it. Savage. Yeah, yeah, you got to have that that you know that ability to step on people's throats when when you have the opportunity, and that's just something that we're not seeing this year with the Celtics. Yeah, they've had multiple opportunities to shut them down, and they just have not done it. And it's just. You know, it, I don't know what the deal is. I, they've got everybody pretty much healthy. It's is it? You know, I don't get it. Yeah, Jalen I mean, Brown's just... mask. Is it the mask? Do we need to get rid of the mask again? He did wear the mask again last he night. Did, we were yeah. talking about that. We were kind of surprised after. It looks kind of scary. Taking, it does. He does kind of look like Batman. I know. That's what I thought. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't <laughs> want to play against that guy. Uh, like, yeah, and we mentioned it earlier. Dejounte. I almost said Dejounte. Yeah. Uh, Dejounte Murray served his suspension last night. It was not that big of a deal. Uh, John Collins added 22 points to go with Bogdanovich's 18, six, and five. Um, I mean, they definitely missed him, but they they took advantage of a lot of mistakes that the Celtics made going down the stretch, yeah. and that was what got them this game. And they look to turn it around again in Atlanta and even this series up again and uh, yeah. see if, if they can push it all the way to seven. That's the thing. I that don't would know. That would be exciting. Yeah. I'd like to see it. Yeah, boss, going to Boston for Game Seven is going to be a tough one to, yeah. to win. So, uh, let's move on to the 76ers and Nets. Um, the 76ers swept the damn Nets. Not much to talk about there. Yeah, they just took care of business. Swept them under the rug. Uh, yeah. Big news, though, Embiid might not be ready to go for the start of the second round. They're saying yeah, it didn't 50% look good chance. what he was dealing with the other night. Strained his knee. Got a yeah. little, little knee boo-boo. Hopefully it's not uh, a torn meniscus. Yeah. Um, even without Embiid, though, they shut down the Nets in the last game. Uh, 25-12 rebound performance from Tobias Harris. Uh, James Harden had 17 points to go with 11 assists and 8 rebounds in the 96-88 win. They currently await the winner of the Celtics and Hawks uh, in that series, which I thought yesterday when I wrote this would be close to being over, but no. Nope, I thought it would be settled, too. The Hawks battle Chris, back off the ropes. can you answer to me why the NBA does their playoffs like this? It makes no sense why, for example, the Nuggets wouldn't play the Lakers if they won theirs. The lowest seed. Why do they do it like this? I don't know. I'm not sure because I feel like you should just reseed 
uh, you know, every That's round. That's the best way to do brackets. Yeah, I don't... You, you play the lowest seeded team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're the highest seed, I mean, it's like if you get it the pole in NASCAR. It does kind of suck that we're getting the Suns, but you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. No, I, I'm excited for that series. You got to nut up. And shut up and, shut and beat up. the Suns, dude. Yeah. They got Suns and four on us still, Sign, man. That's what I'm excited about, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Four. <laughs> they got to come to the altitude. We've seen how many games, even throughout the regular season, where these teams might get up on us, have a great third quarter after that's they get some half, oxygen though. and stuff. That fourth quarter, that's when you start to see the... <sighs> yeah, yeah, they get tuckered out, but, you know... 5280, baby. We'll get into the Suns soon, because uh, it is definitely worrisome, but you know what? We're ready. We're ready. We ready. Yep. Uh, we moving ready? on to the Knicks and the Cavs. Uh, the Knicks are up three to one. Uh, game four. The Knicks won one hundred two to ninety three over the Cavaliers. This has definitely been the best playoff series so far. Um, I just feel like it's been really, really back and forth. The games have been pretty tight and close. Uh, and Jalen Brunson is looking like he is the star of the Knicks, and they got themselves possibly a franchise player. They did. That basically was just a, a guy on Dallas. I mean, he's they're missing. Dallas obviously missed the hell out of him because they're not even in the playoffs. Not so. even, yeah. He saved him because Julius Randle had such a bad night the other night where he got benched, and he was fine with it. He was Well, I shouldn't really say that. I don't think he spoke to the media afterwards. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't very happy actually but Jalen Brunson and uh, RJ Barrett even stepped up I mean I kind of argue that uh, the Sacramento sex or Sacramento the Sacramento <laughs> <laughs> the Kings and Warriors uh, series is probably the best one that I've seen so far but it's it's nice to see like I've said the Knicks do this well I don't know why it's maybe like since seeing those like 60s and 70s Nick teams, I, I want to see them. It's like Aaron Rodgers on the Jets now. Like I want to see those teams that have sucked for a long time start to have a resurgence. I'm tired of seeing the same old good teams do well. You realize <laughs> that you're talking about yourself right now and your own team. Well, if they happen <laughs> to have a good year, there's nothing I can be, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. That's yeah, just yeah, fate, yeah, man. yeah. But uh, it is what it is. Yeah, and another thing from that game, Josh Hart moved into the starting lineup and added 19 points and seven rebounds. Yep. Um, they can reach the second round for the first time since 2013 with a victory in Cleveland uh, tonight. So we'll see what happens. Uh, New York would host the game six if necessary, but I do think the Knicks shut it out tonight. I think they've got the they're smelling blood in the water and they're so. ready to to move on to that next round. So. I bet Julius Randle bounces back. He's gonna hit a, at least a few. Yeah, threes and tonight. Spike Lee needs him to get to that second round. Yeah, he lives he's and breathes desperate. Knicks. Yeah, him and Stephen A. <laughs> I do always hate how like many famous people are at the Knicks games. Like it's it's almost worse than than the Lakers games. Oh, I mean it's Madison Square Garden. Man. I the mean, crazy that's... thing is though. Uh, Jack Nich Jack Nichols Jack Nicholson hasn't been at the Lakers games. I didn't realize this for like two years now. Yeah, it's pretty sad, man. He's getting kind of up there. It's a bummer. Yeah, it happens to, to the best of them. Well, legendary. On that note, we are going to move to the Western Conference, and we have the Denver Nuggets versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Nuggets did it. We're moving to the second round. Survived. Man. They definitely survived a very very slow start. I guess people showed up to the game late too last night michael malone made mention that i guess like once the game started there was still a bunch of empty seats I don't oh know. really wow it was that horrendous weather we had yes there was actually some crazy weather oh there's definitely yeah. crazy weather it was like a hailstorm here <laughs> yeah that's probably what did it yeah so there were some people that were arriving late uh and the nuggets arrove arrove arrived <laughs> late as well um because it that first quarter was ugly oh it was it sad was i mean they had like seven to eight points for a long time <laughs> yeah but thankfully nicole Jokic and jamal murray helped the nuggets overcome that slow 
slow starts to eliminate the Wolves. Jokic had a triple-double, his eighth career triple-double, playoff yep. uh, triple-double. Yeah, yeah, eighth career yep. playoff triple-double. That was 28 points, 17 rebounds, and 12 assists, doing right. so while having a terrible night shooting. Jokic was 8 of 29 Not from the good. field. Yeah. Not very good Well, it's good to see, all. though, is he's getting back to his free throws. I mean, he had some clutch free throws in that end. He, he did still, miss that one. He missed one. that one that I was like, dude, yeah, come on. Just, I know. He could have closed it off. But I think he's that still wrist went. is bothering him still yeah, a little bit. He's, he's been icing touch, it during the so. games. Uh, but he did, what was it, 9 of 10 or something like that? He went from the line? Yeah. He still yeah, only so. missed one. Uh, He's doing good there. Uh, Murray, uh, after the first quarter warmed up, he went 35 points, four rebounds, and five assists. Murray, if he can average that 30, like mid-20s to 30s, we're going to be okay. Because we don't know what's going to happen with MPJ. I mean, that was the big kicker last night. And last night, he didn't score his first point until like the third quarter, I think, with that dunk. Yeah, with the dunk. That's what got him going. Yeah, that got him going. And he did hit some clutch shots down towards the end. He had those two back-to-back three-pointers. But then again, it's like, why did you quit going to him? Yeah. He finally got got in a rhythm. He hit two back-to-back dagger three-pointers. And then it's like... He's just standing over in the corner again, and they've gone back to the two-man thing. I do think Jokic and Murray do get hung up too much on the two-man game, especially when it's going down to the wire. They're just like, it's just us. And it's like, no, dude, everybody you just it. backs off. Like you got <laughs> to involve the rest though. of everybody think, else. Think about Jokic the last few years. He's just like, oh, it's me. And yeah. now he's got Murray back. He's like, well, it's us. But yeah. yeah, they definitely need to open up the rest of the team. Um, looks like Saturday night is yep. the beginning of of round I two. I haven't seen where they've given a time for it. I haven't seen a time, but, but it's you know how Saturday. it goes. It's probably going to be eight thirty. Eight eight o'clock. Fuck yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> you know how they do, but. We're, we'll be pretty fucking psyched for that. That's huge. Get yeah. some revenge on the Suns. Definitely. Getting revenge on the Suns. Let's move into the Lakers versus the Grizzlies. The Lakers are up 3-1. Dylan Brooks has poked the bear. He ain't talking to nobody. That that <laughs> Grizzly is going to bite him back. He poked the bear. Definitely did. And LeBron goes for uh, one of his best games, honestly. It's his first 2020 game of 2020. his 20-year career. Well, he officially yeah. put up 40 on <laughs> yeah. Dylan Brooks now. Yeah, that, I like how Shaq said that. Yeah. He was like, last time I checked, 20 plus 20 is 40. <laughs> that was awesome, man. It's uh, funny because I mean, we were talking about before we started recording just how, like, you know, we aren't a fan of LeBron or the Lakers or anything. It's just super teams, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I'll give him credit. He's he's, in, oh, he's, he's in, one of the greatest. Insane. But. And the way he leads and takes over a, a game at the end, there's sometimes he's clutch and there's there's but, a lot of times but he But this is, but, shit? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, he he's got a big ego. I wish he had the ego of like Kawhi. That'd be I'd or like Kobe. Him a lot. Yeah, Kobe was like a lot Kobe better. just didn't say shit and just yeah. well, he said a lot of shit on the floor, but he just he let his play do a lot. He, of yeah, he let that. But when you see a guy that's young that I saw during the game in LA, they showed on the jumbotron like a stats of the awards, the finals, the trophies that LeBron has compared to Dylan Brooks, and it was just goose eggs down the line. <laughs> and they put up a headliner, like some type of title that was like not the same guy. And that's just the big thing is like I don't believe you should get the opportunity to talk all this shit and just make these claims like 
Dylan Brooks has, if you haven't achieved anything. Yeah, he hasn't. And it's, <laughs> and I, they've, he's like, oh, well, now they're just going to vilify me. Like, no, nah, dude, you vilified yourself, man. Like, you brought this awesome. all on you. The next day on first take, um, there was other types of different media that were coming at him saying, you're coming at us. You're blaming us. You're the one that wanted to be the villain. Yeah. I was, you you yeah. wanted to be the boogeyman and then you got boogied yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Now he's like skipping out on interviews after the game and stuff. Like, yeah. Total we knew that was going to happen. Uh, one other crazy thing, just to add to those crazy stats of LeBron, uh, the top scorer in, the in, in NBA history added seven assists and two block shots while committing just one turnover yeah. in his record 270th playoff game. That's like three seasons. That's over three seasons. Dude, there's guys that don't even play that many games in their career. Whole career. <laughs> He is good. Yeah. So but Austin Reeves, man. Austin Reeves is stepping up. It's yeah. Cool. He added 23 points. Dude's come out of nowhere. Um, yep. I don't know. The I'm him thing, again, might want to quit that when you're on a team with the likes of LeBron. <laughs> yeah. I think LeBron might be him, but I, LeBron definitely thinks he's him for sure. We got to say, too, this game tonight, and I can't wait. There's four games tonight. They're all great. They're all game fives. Um, Anthony Davis has to step up. LeBron saved him the other night. He had a cold night. He did. He, he only had uh, five of his 12 points, and the, they were in over. Or no, five of his 12 points came in overtime. Um, but, yeah, he just – he's one of those guys that it's it, it's hit or miss, but he always seems to think that he's, like, you know, the, the big, huge cog, which he is when he's playing good. But, yeah, if you're that important, you should probably play good all the time. You're yeah, that you big. would think so. If you're that dominant, show up every night. You know right. what I mean? So we'll see what happens. They're one shy, uh, one win shy of their first playoff series victory outside of the Florida bubble since 2012. So, oh, wow. and that you know, game is tonight. So. It would be, I believe, the first play-in team to win their first round series. Am I correct? You know what? I think you are right because yep. I don't think anybody else made it out of the first round. So, I, mean, I should so. have said that about the Heat too. I saw a graphic where they just showed side by side pictures of them, and it's like these two play in teams are now three up, <laughs> three one up. Yeah. I mean, who knows if Giannis on the playing one the whole seats. time on the one seats? You know, this is shocking. Yeah, I, again, I think if Giannis was playing the whole time, I think that'd be a little be, different. Yeah. It would be at least even for sure. But uh, uh, last one, let's get to the Warriors and Kings. We touched on it a little bit. That series is tied. To 2-2. Two, two. They play tonight. De'Aaron Fox is going to play with four and a half fingers, I think. Four and a half? Well, four and three quarters, technically, because yep. it's just the tip the of tip his of finger. It. He's yeah. got the, just the tip, please. But I love how he's saying, you know, I'm going to play through it. I'm going to do no ifs, ands, or buts. I love that. Well, that city's just rallied around that team. It's cool to see. It's it's it. almost like, you know, kind of like what we were talking about with Wrexham. The city's kind of just yeah. like, uh, uh, I guess just like really taken to this team and they're all behind it. And it's, yep. it's pretty good to see. <laughs> I mean, I th it's fun to see. They have sure. an NHL team. Am I right? Sacramento. Yeah, uh, well, they have the, uh, I know they have a WNBA team. I think, too. I don't think the, no, there's no. no Sacramento team. Cause there's the Kings and then there's, um, Oh my God. Now I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. But I think I, I'm almost sure they have an NHL team. I don't know, but Oh my God. Oh, there's the San Jose sharks. Uh, that's no, that's the South, yeah, Cal uh, California thing. Yeah, but yeah, the, so this is this is what this is all they have. So I mean, yeah. light the beam, light the beam, the purple it. beam, light the beam. I that's hope they close it out tonight. I'm tired of seeing the Warriors in it. I just want to see somebody else. And you know, I like Demontis Savanis. Well, they aren't they? They're still tied at two two, right? They're still tied at two two, oh, but okay. they play in Sacramento tonight. Okay, so yeah, you okay? 
Yeah, then yeah. it'd be up three two. All right, you said close it out like it was going to be over. Not close like, it oh, out, dang. but just like, like what finish I, up I wrote the series. Down wrong. No, you're all uh, good. Yeah, in that game though, Steph Curry scored thirty two points, uh, but he gave Sacramento a late chance when he called a timeout that Golden State didn't have, and it ended up being quite a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Steve Kerr was not happy about that, but what <laughs> it, what are you going to do? It's it's Steph Curry. Um, the Warriors held on to beat the Kings though, one twenty six to one twenty five. Uh, Harrison Barnes missed a three-pointer at the buzzer, which was something that they all said they knew was going to happen because they've seen that time and time again with Harrison Barnes. He can't make those <laughs> shots. So. But like you said, Fox, 38 points, uh, nine rebounds, and five assists for Sacramento. His three with 28.7 seconds left pulled the Kings within one. Um, like we mentioned, he broke his little digit. So he uh, is... Going to play. They said he was going to be questionable after the game, but he's said he's playing, so we'll see what happens. Tonight. We're going to need a big game from Malik Monk. That's yeah. what we're going to need. Yep. Malik Monk. That's, yeah. a, that's a weird name. Malik it Monk. is. Um, let's move on to the last uh, series in the NBA. That would be the Suns versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, the Suns beat the Clippers down. Um, Kawhi tore his um, meniscus. Uh, and then Paul George never played in this series. So, yeah, it, this team has now become the most undependable team in the NBA. Yep. I give them credit. They're a team, like a super team, so to speak, that is stuck together. But, damn it, they can't play. They can't, they can't, they can't play basketball. Yeah. So, they're, they're there, but they can't play. It's a shame. I would have loved to see if both of them could have played or even just Kawhi, but... Yeah, the Suns yeah, didn't get much of a I mean, test. they still got it to game five, even with just Kawhi. So I give him, I give him credit for that. And, you know, um, Russell Westbrook definitely did ba way better on the Clippers once he got away yeah. from the Lakers, which everybody said in the beginning when that trade happened that, or when that signing happened, that it was going to be a terrible thing for the Lakers. And it was, it never worked. Um, he needed to go somewhere else and he did. It was right across the way and they are now eliminated, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they did storm back in the fourth quarter. They were down 20 points at one point and they hit three straight threes to get back into it. Uh, they just they couldn't do it when when Booker goes off for forty seven eight and ten. Yeah. I mean, there's no hope. Dude. Then you got Durant scoring thirty one. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they they basically scored over half their team's points just with yeah. two guys. So, but we got to bring up too, like going into the future as far as like the Suns bench. I mentioned to you they scored thirty two. A lot of critics have been wondering why uh, Monty Williams is playing the Suns starters as much. Like they're all averaging like over forty point or forty minutes, 40 minutes per game, yeah. and so it's nuts that like he's putting all of his eggs in this basket and not letting them really get much rest. They don't really need it, but you know if that time comes, their bench is going to have to step up. Yeah, and their bench isn't as good as the Nuggets bench, so I think that and the Nuggets bench is questionable in and of itself. They are, but they think. And again, the Nuggets bench. I mean, you should the amount of um, inactives for that game on the Nuggets side was a long list. Yeah, it was. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. If you can nullify one of those guys on the Suns, though, you can yep. definitely have a chance of winning any game. But. We'll see what happens because Booker and Murray are going to be dueling. I'm hoping we see another uh, bubble-esque uh, Donovan Mitchell versus Jamal Murray type back and forth 40, 30, 50 point nights. I disagree. As much as entertaining as that is, <laughs> like seeing Anthony Edwards go off and just do whatever he wants, like 
they need to figure something out. Like, yeah, I'll let, I'll be okay with like 30, 35, but I'm tired of seeing these guys go up against us and score 45. Yeah, it does suck, but it's the fucking it. playoffs, man. What it's are you gonna what do? happens. Yeah. Booker what are you gonna is do? really good. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to get into the penalty box. Um, cause we're through the NBA. We so got some hockey going hockey, on tonight. Hockey every night. Basketball every night, everything every night. Baseball is happening too, but sports, I'm not paying attention sports, because the sports. Rockies suck. Anyways, let's get into the Eastern Conference. We have the Bruins versus the Panthers. The Bruins lead three to one uh, in the last game. Game four, Taylor Hall had two goals and two assists for the Boston Bruins in a six-two win against the Florida Panthers, um, and the. Jake DeBrus scored twice for the Bruins, who won the President's Trophy as the top team in the NHL during the regular season. Linus Allmark made 41 saves before leaving the game with 311 remaining in the third period after being assessed a misconduct penalty following an altercation with Panthers forward Matthew Kachuk. Uh, so basically, the goalie got thrown out for trying to fight somebody. So <laughs> <laughs> Only in hockey. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Swayman made one save in the relief of Linus Olmark. Um, moving on to the Leafs versus the Lightning. Uh, that series is led by the Leafs 3-1. to one. Alexander Kerfoot scored a power play goal at 414 of overtime, and the Toronto Maple Leafs rallied for a 5-4 win against the Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference. That was awesome. Yes. And uh, Austin Matthews scored twice, and William Nylander had three assists for the Maple Leafs, the number two seed from the Atlantic Division. Uh, Ilya Samnesnov made 27 saves. They now lead the series 3-1, to one, like I mentioned earlier. Leafs are looking like they're going to in uh, that one. They Are they playing tonight? Mm, I just had it pulled up. I got two Tuesday's nights pulled up. Oh, shit. Uh, no, it's just the Avs and the Panthers and Bruins tonight. Okay, so that's it for tonight. Um, I'm wondering if the Leafs are on Thursday then. It would have to be. Yeah. I thought I wrote that down, but I guess I didn't. Uh, anyways, moving on to the uh, Islanders versus Carolina Hurricanes. The Islanders beat the Canes 3-2 to in North Carolina last night. Brock Nelson had a sweet deflection of a puck that came off of the face of Carolina Sebastian Ajo. <laughs> he knocked that thing in off a dude's face. Um, <laughs> the Canes capitalized on two more turnovers. Or, I'm sorry, <clears throat> the Islanders capitalize on two more turnovers to beat the Canes and make them keep working for this first-round win. Matthew Barzal came up with the eventual game winner, beating Antti Ranta late in the second for the 3-1 lead. They will be heading back to New York to try and extend this series. So, on that note, we will now be moving into the Western Conference, and we're going to start with our own Colorado Avalanche versus the Seattle Kraken. And unfortunately, this series is not going how everybody thought it was going to go. Nope. Um, the Avs are struggling a little bit, um, and there was a big thing that happened in last game. Um, Kale McCarr did get suspended for Game 5 for a hit on Jared McCann that knocked him out of the game as well. Kind, kind of, of a big loss. It was a big loss, kind of an unfortunate thing. Uh, it came after a shot in which Kale McCarr thought the puck was still in play. It had flown out of the rink and up into the stands, and he basically just fucking leveled <laughs> Jared <laughs> McCann. Uh, and he was unable to get up and continue in that game. Um, but, yeah, 
Seattle is now tied 2-2 with the Avalanche after that game. Um, the John Eberly scored on a power play three minutes into overtime, which sucked. The Avs battled back, tie it up, and then next thing you know, overtime happens, and Josh Manson has one of the worst penalties I've seen in a while where he just slid and tried to take a guy out with his stick and that's <laughs> that's how we ended the game basically because once that power play happened we knew there wasn't going to be too much that can be done um will borgen and daniel sprung also scored and while former av philip grubauer made all tw- well made 20 saves um he's definitely been having a little bit of a run against his former team he's he's got a chip on his shoulder for he sure he definitely does and it's it's showing up for sure in the worst way possible because the Avs are having trouble scoring goals and they're also now missing um valerie nachushkin yeah uh it's a weird thing it's something at a hotel i've heard yeah there may have been um a woman that left that hotel in an ambulance friday night Whoa. Um, possibly due to alcohol consumption. Nobody's really sure. Everybody's really mum on it. Yeah. But regardless, he left uh, and was escorted by team security to the airport and flew back to Colorado. He's also married. So I think it might be a little He's bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah, someone got in a little bit of trouble. Either way, uh, they're missing one of their best forwards, and going along with Landeskog, too, they're down two really good forwards, and now Kale McCarr, one of their best defensemen, is out for this game, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens, Um, hoping that they can turn it around back in Denver tonight. Let us move into Dallas versus the Minnesota Wild. They are ahead 3-2. Dallas took the lead in the series in commanding fashion last night. Uh, they beat them down 4 to nothing. The Wild couldn't keep themselves out of the penalty box, and Dallas definitely took advantage of that. Uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler, Se- oh my God, Tyler Seguin and Jason Robertson both had power play goals, and Rupi Hints has the highest scoring playoff series for a star as he adds three assists to his tally, which sits at 11 for this series. Uh, he's scoring points in bunches, mostly assists, but um, Jake Odinger stopped 27 shots for what would become his second career postseason shutout. They go back to Minnesota for game six Friday night. That one's a good one to keep an eye on. I think we play the winner of that one. I believe I so, think yeah. So. Yeah, Dallas um, leads 3-2. Definitely, and Dallas was right there behind us all year. So uh, moving on to the Vegas Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets. Vegas is ahead 3-1. The Knights hang on in a game for 4-2 as Brett Howden scores twice, and the Jets take a hit as they lose Mark Sheffley early in the first to injury in Winnipeg Monday. William Carlson also scored in this game, and Shea Theodore and Chandler Stevenson each had two assists. Laurent Brassois made 24 saves. That's a fun name to say. (laughs) And the Knights have now won three straight in the best of seven as they head back to Vegas on Thursday with all of the momentum in their favor. I think they shut that one down. And in that series Thursday night, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Vegas still... Uh, since their creation have been in the playoffs and doing well. So yeah. <laughs> kind of like the Avs in the beginning. So it's nice. The Avs was just a team beforehand, but you know, Vegas was created from everybody else's teams. So and now it, we see the Kraken starting to Kraken are, are hurting us right now. So apparently yeah. start a hockey team. You can be good right away. They got the setup <laughs> done. They, they've really got the, the formula down for expansion teams. Definitely. Um, so let's move into Edmonton, 
Oilers versus the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, the Oilers overthrow the Kings 6-3 last night in Edmonton and now take a 3-2 series lead. Nick Bugstad scored twice. And Dreisaitl, Evander Kane, Zach Hyman, Brett Kulak all added goals while McDavid, Ekholm, and Nurse each had two assists apiece in this game. Um, their goalie, Stuart Skinner, did return. He got yanked early in the second period of game four after he allowed uh, three goals on seven shots, I think, in like the span of three minutes. Um, he comes back in this game. He makes 25 saves, and now game six is Saturday back in L.A. So that brings us to the end of the penalty box. Yeah, the Oilers are good. The Oilers are really good. When you have Dreisaitl and McDavid, and McDavid's, you know, the best, best player in the hockey. best player in hockey right now, you should yep. be good. So that's so true. On that note, we move into the. Are we doing Rex Center this week? Did we say that? If you want to, I got one. Uh, let's skip it. We're already. Yeah, we're already behind on time, anyways. Um, so we're gonna take a quick bait. That we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're going to hear John Daly hit it hard, man. I hit it hard, man. So far, man. No laying up, no holding back. Ain't afraid of nothing. It's a natural fact. I hit it long, man. Till it's gone, man. Keep taking chances. Live at large. I hit it, hit it, hit it hard. And we are back for the final time of what is now episode 31 redux yeah it's technically 30 because we never did 30 oh, last it week wasn't? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this this is 30 redo so yeah, that makes sense <laughs> yeah. right. uh, 30 times two so yeah uh we are back for the final time of this episode and you just heard john daly hit it hard and we were just talking about it if you haven't yet Go watch the 30 for 30 Hit It Hard featuring John Daly, and it talks about his life. And uh, it's a really good little hour-long documentary. It's it's actually really cool because it goes into like a guy that you know we wanted to make him as like kind of the forefront of our podcast just because that's what we're about is just partying hard, but still everything in moderation. And that's what it's all about is this is a guy that's literally had an addiction to every vice probably possible. I mean, when he talks about how he tried giving up <laughs> drinking, He's he like, got on chocolate. I'm eating M&M's. It was like Diet Bubba Coke. Gump, dude. It was like, yeah, so I want a chocolate gum. I want a chocolate eggs. I want a chocolate, you know, the all chocolate kinds. covered anything. Yeah, chocolate anything. And then Diet Cokes. Yeah, cigarettes. I mean, but the guys still come on top of it. And then the, you see him being a great grandfather at the end and signing autographs. The fans love him. But he, one reason that I've always had a lot of fascination with him is just the fact that like he's dealt with adversity and he's so open about it. And he wants to use that as for other regular people out there that if you have, you know, problems out there or anything like that, you know, yeah. like, you can always try to pick yourself back up. And he just admits like he's not perfect. And he really went through some low times. He did definitely. And yeah, just to see him persevere, it's much like what we've been doing in the show this last couple of weeks, Chad, we've been struggling and we're, we're persevering. God damn yeah, it. We're we've, trying to, we've gotten through it claw <laughs> out a, of the bunker. It's been a struggle, but we're here. Uh, on that note, though, another person who kind of follows what we're talking about yep. is Drew Maggie, a 33-year-old mlb -er yeah, for the now, Pittsburgh Pirates. a major now, leaguer. Now a major leaguer. 13 years. So when he was 21 years old, he was a baseball prospect and signed a contract with the Pittsburgh Pirates, but they just kept him in the minors for 13 years. I think that... 
snap that you sent me was something along the lines of like what sixteen hundred at bats or one hundred forty or a ton of games. I mean, this guy has been playing in the minors, and you know, it reminds me of that movie like Summer Catch or something like that. I don't know why it's like you know. You never think of these guys in the minors, but I mean, they're getting paid like pretty low next to nothing, but their dream is to go to the majors and they might just keep doing it. And they're like, no, babe, like it's going to work out. It's going to work out. They'll call me up <laughs> <One> someday. <day. laughs> yeah. And they finally did on April 24, April 23rd, they called him up and he's officially going to be um, on the roster for the pirates. Yeah. It's, it's super crazy. Cause it's like you were saying, these guys are basically like, not barely, barely making minimum wage. Yeah, it's, and they finally won a big uh, court battle this year to double their income, basically. Yep. And that's basically makes it so these guys can just live normal lives. Most of them are living together in like apartments, like three right. to a room, and like they, it's not a very good living situation. The fact that this guy's stuck at it for thirteen years of basically like traveling around in buses and like you know living on the road and playing at these really small stadiums and stuff like that's why i thought it was so cool that like bert was doing that fully loaded tour at minor league stadiums because he's like trying to bring some light to these you know franchises and stuff so you know i we just wanted to hand it to him because it's another example of like someone that just doesn't want to give up and wants to follow his dream keep going at it and just yeah Never give up. Never give up. Keep going. Keep swinging. Grip it and rip it. Grip damn it, it and rip it. All right. Hit it hard. <laughs> Hit it hard. That man. was our Rex of the week. Go watch. Yeah. Hit it hard on if you got ESPN Plus. It is. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. And there's probably other nefarious ways you can find to watch it. But go check it out. It's on thirty for thirty. That's our double Rex Center. We'll just call that the Rex Center yeah. and the DDOE all in one swing. All in one. And I'm gonna put icing on that cake to give you guys a little this. ad right here. Points bet. Come at me with some like little ad money. Here. Yeah, come on, guys. Because uh, I just got to mention, it's a great deal right now. If you have points bet, I know DraftKings does their own promotions. They have a lot of great ones as well. But right now, points bet, they're doing a power hour. It's uh, April 1st through May 30th uh, from 6 to 7 Eastern time, whatever time zone you're in. They have a bonus bet to where, you know, like, for example, if it's just a dollar, I can put a dollar and then create you know, you can put that bet on anything, but what I realized is like, you can make a parlay and select all those, these MLB teams to win tonight. You know, there's, you know, probably 16, you know, 15 games sometimes throughout the MLB. And it could just be like a crazy odds of plus 1200 or something like that. But you could turn that $1 into 20 bucks. And eh, that's just, that's chunk made or a million. Just keep going. Make the biggest parlay possible. Exactly. But it's just easy money. A week long parlay. Yeah. And they might not hit, but it's a free bonus bet. So might as well. Points bet. Get at me. Yeah. Points bet. Hit us up. Uh, We're basically just slinging your stuff for free at this point. So we got to do what we can. Make it happen, damn it. So on that note, guys, it is the end of the show. We appreciate you guys very much. Chad Lee, I love you, buddy. Thanks. You too, man. Thanks Thanks for persevering. Yeah, thanks for persevering along with me. We've had a hell of a week. Uh, On that note, guys, we appreciate you sticking around as always. We'll see you next time. This has been Sandwich Facts. We hit a hole, man.